Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Personal Best Podcast with me, Ruby Lola. Today I'm recording a solo episode for you and I'm calling it How to Win Your 2024. I thought I would just do a little roundup of the podcast I've recorded this year and share with you my favourite insights and lessons that I've learned from the incredible guests that I've spoken to. This feels a bit strange just talking into a microphone by myself but I really hope you guys enjoy it and let's get on with the episode. So I want to share with you my 10 favourite takeaways that I've learned from the podcast this year. But before I do, I just want to preface all of this by saying I am absolutely no expert when it comes to self-development or self-improvement. The whole reason I started this podcast was because I've always felt a certain pressure to become a better version of myself. And I don't really know where that comes from. Maybe I should invest in some expensive therapy sessions to figure that one out but I think by speaking to people who are achieving really great things and have a lot of lessons and advice to share then we can all learn from them and hopefully better ourselves and improve our own lives so I hope that makes sense and the first thing I want to share with you is to get comfortable being uncomfortable now this has really changed my perspective on personal growth. And the first person that really introduced this idea to me was Hercules. I think this was my fifth episode on the podcast and he shared some amazing life advice. So you should definitely listen to that one. He told me that good is the enemy of great. So when something is just okay, it's actually stopping us from achieving our personal best. For example, that 25k a year job is stopping you from starting that business you've always dreamed of or your friends telling you you don't need to worry about the way you look is actually stopping you from losing the weight and getting in the shape that you want or staying in the small town where you grew up where everything's comfortable is stopping you from exploring new places. 
And whilst none of these things and these situations are particularly bad, it's the fact that they're comfortable which is stopping us from achieving more. And sometimes we just need to take that comfort blanket off and realize what we can actually achieve. Because the reality is growth comes from outside our comfort zones. And that is something I have really tried to implement this year, whether it be turning up to an event on my own or doing a run or a workout that I didn't think I could do. I realized by doing those difficult things and by being uncomfortable that I've actually grown quite a lot as a person and I would just encourage all of you to try and push yourself outside your comfort zone as well. The second thing is just show up. I think those three words are so powerful because we often look at people who are achieving great things and assume they've just got some you know, God's given talent or some sort of drive that we just don't have. But that's not the case. Most of these people began so small and by doing something that they didn't think they could do. For example, Ree spoke about running on my podcast and she said, if you want to get into running, take the pressure off yourself, find a nice route, go out for a run on a nice day where the sun is shining and just go for a run. Don't track it, don't set a distance, don't set a time, and then next time see if you can go a bit further or a bit faster. You know, most of the runners I've spoken to on this podcast all began at such beginner levels. Like Jenny couldn't run five kilometers and then did a 50 kilometer ultra marathon. And Owen said he couldn't run one kilometer without getting out of breath and is now running marathons as well. All of these people just started by showing up. So just start, start small, start now, and who knows where you'll be next year. The third thing is fitness is the metaphor for your life. I've always been someone that's into fitness and it does take up a huge part of my life. And I think the reason I love it so much is because it makes you realize what you're capable of doing. You know, if you can reach certain fitness goals that you set yourself, then what else can you achieve? And I think a lot of people don't believe in themselves. And it's something Lewis Bolner's mentioned on my podcast, who's a female PT. He said that once you start training in the gym and you defeat gym anxiety and you start hitting PBs, that sets the wheels in motion for everything else. You know, someone might say, I didn't think I could achieve that fitness goal. And what else have they been telling themselves that they can't do? It's something else that Xander spoke about on my podcast. He's another female PT. And he said that the gym is a really empowering way to take control. And I completely agree. Like his coaching focuses on training. And he encourages women in particular to just go and be a beast. And you'll feel stronger. You'll feel more confident. You will feel all the things you think you will feel from losing weight just by going to the gym and pushing yourself. And it doesn't have to be the gym. Find some sort of movement that you enjoy and I promise you it will enhance your life in so many ways beyond just losing weight or toning up. Trust me. So the next thing is take personal responsibility. And this is something I spoke to a guest recently about called Jack Smiley. Jack is incredible. He's a college athlete who plays ice hockey in the US. But two years ago, he had a stroke after suffering an injury on the ice. And a lot of what he says is about 
personal responsibility. And he told me that you can't control what happens to you in life, but you can control how you respond. And I think that's such an important reminder for people. It's something Mark Manson also talks about, that things in life might not be your fault, but they are your responsibility to deal with them. For example, if someone cuts you off in traffic, you might be really pissed off and want to shout swear words out the window and be angry for the rest of the day, or you can choose to just move on and let it go. Things are your responsibility to deal with. And I think once you realise that as well, you can make much more progress because things are in your control. If you blame everyone else and things around you for your own circumstances then you're never going to make progress you know because you're not taking any action and that is obviously difficult that's something Jack also said is that it takes more effort to take that accountability but at the end of the day choose your heart because it's hard to take accountability but it's hard to make no progress and not be happy with the person you're becoming the next thing is Compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. Now, that's a Jordan Peterson quote that I've been familiar with for a while now. But I spoke about this idea of comparison with Hercules. And he also said, don't compare your chapter one with someone else's chapter 20. And it's so easy for us to do that. For example, with me starting this podcast, I can look at the Chris Williamson's and the Stephen Bartlett's and think, well... What is my podcast? It's not as successful as theirs. But why am I comparing my episode five to Chris Williamson's episode 700? Like, we're not at the same point. So the comparison is almost pointless. And I think once you start comparing yourself to who you were yesterday, things really start to change. It's been a big mindset shift for me because we all compare ourselves. It's literally human nature. And normally that starts with this internal critic in our mind telling us that, you know, we're not good enough or we're not doing the most. But actually, sometimes when you listen to that critic, it's trying to tell you something. For example, if you hear this voice that says, I should get in better shape, maybe you should start going to the gym. And so if you go to the gym for one day for half an hour, you might be bloody clueless at the start because what the fuck is a Bulgarian split squat? But you'll soon find your feet and then maybe you'll go twice the next week and then three times a week and then you go regularly for a month and then six months and then a year. And if you do that for two years, your life will be radically different. And you may not be on par with the fitness influencers you see online, but you'll be far superior to the inactive version of you of the past and that is something to be proud of and it doesn't have to be the gym like could you become more organized could you be kinder to your colleagues could you keep your room tidy could you speak to your mum more often or make reading a habit is there something that you could change that you would change in order to make your personal today better than yesterday And obviously, it would be naive to think you can transform your life with just a tidy room. I think a lot of people give Jordan Peterson backlash for that. But it's important to aim small, given our limited willpower and lack of motivation and ability to procrastinate. If you can aim just one or two decisions in your life towards a better result today, then you can build on yesterday. And these decisions will compound until the you of the future is remarkably better than the you of the past. 
And that is really where the magic happens. And that may sound really simplistic, but I think it's also very practical because whilst you might not be able to stop comparing yourself to people around you, you can compare yourself to the past versions of you and make progress. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay, the next thing is make decisions for future you. And this actually links in really nicely. This is something I spoke to Milo about on a recent podcast. And it can be really difficult to make better choices for the future when we're so caught up in the present moment. Because as humans, we are hedonic creatures. We crave pleasure, we crave comfort. And whether that comes in the form of a takeaway or binging Netflix in the evening, you know, we seek comfort out. But if you've got certain goals in mind, whether that be fitness goals or career goals, then you sometimes have to make sacrifices. And that can be difficult, but it will pay off in the long run. And some advice that Milo gave for this is to picture the person you want to be a year from now or five years from now and ask yourself, what is that person's routine? What do they do in the day? What do they eat? How do they sleep? How long do they sleep? How do they manage their time? Who do they spend time with? And then all you need to do is this present version of you is do the habits that that person's doing and you'll become them. I think that is such a nice way to frame it. And if writing it down helps you, then maybe you could try that. But ultimately, whilst we can still be present and enjoy the day to day, sometimes we have to make sacrifices in pursuit of a bigger goal. Okay, number seven, I think. Sometimes the setbacks in life are leading you to something better. And this can be so hard to realize when you're dealing with difficult things in life. And trust me when I say I've dealt with this personally in recent months. I had Imo on the podcast and she said an amazing quote, which is, the comeback is always stronger than the setback. And she is someone that has dealt with real hardships in life. I think in the space of a year, she sadly lost a family member. She got made redundant. She got injured. And she was open enough to share that on the podcast. But she is also someone that's made such a strong comeback. And I think she's a great example for other people. Because ultimately, you can let the hard times swallow you up and ruin your progress. Or you can learn from them and come back stronger. And something Jenny said on my podcast is, when everything's going wrong in life, it feels like everything is just a disaster It's actually putting you on a path to something better. You just can't see it yet. And it's a common thread I've noticed with so many guests that I've had on the podcast is each and every one of them has dealt with some sort of setback at some point in their life that has then enabled them 
to be on a different path. For example, James Beardwell, who's a Gymshark athlete, he didn't get into his first choice of uni, which meant he had to go to a different uni. And that ultimately changed the trajectory of his whole life. And maybe if that hadn't happened, maybe if that failure didn't take place, he wouldn't have had the success that he has. So just remember that whatever you're dealing with right now, it will get better. You will get through this. And there is light at the end of the tunnel, I promise you. Okay, the next thing is just do the thing, but do it for the right reasons. So I'll try and break this into two parts. I think just do the thing is really important. Like those three words are so powerful because whenever we're starting something new or embarking on a new journey, we often wait for the perfect time or the perfect opportunity to start something. And I was exactly the same with this podcast. I had the idea, I had the vision, I had the plan. I kept talking to people about it, but I put it off for quite a while. Whereas all I really needed to do was just start. And I'm so glad I did. Obviously, we're just at the beginning, but I'm really enjoying it and how it's all going. But the other part is do it for the right reasons. For example, if you want to run a marathon because you see everyone else running a marathon on social media, but you actually hate running and you're really good at cycling, why don't you stick with cycling and try and make that your goal? Or if you want to create a social media page because you think you can work with brands and make loads of money, I don't think your motivations are really in the right place. And even if you get the followers and it starts to work out, I don't think the success will last because people will see right through you your followers won't be engaged and they'll realise you're not being authentic. For example, I spoke to Nathaniel Messiah on the podcast and I asked him why he started making YouTube content and his first video was a hair tutorial and then he started making content for people showing how he was balancing his GCSEs and training in the gym and he thought by doing that he could help other people do the same. So just make sure that your motivations are coming from a good place. You know, if you're starting something new, just start now, give it a go, but just make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. The next thing is make positive daily habits. Now, I am not perfect. I don't win every single day. I'm not always ticking everything off of my to-do list. But I think it's important that when you've got goals in mind and you're on this self-development journey, that you try and make better daily decisions. It's this idea of getting 1% better daily. Now, not everything always goes to plan. Someone told me recently that If all you could give today was 40% and you gave 40%, you still gave 100%. The idea is to just slowly get better one step at a time. And that journey won't be linear. If you want to run a marathon, you don't just go out and run a marathon unless you're some sort of superhuman, you know. You run a 5K and then 10K and then a half marathon maybe. You build it up slowly and you slowly build up your tolerance to these things I just remind you that if you're setting goals for 2024, when you actually break it down, a year is 365 days and big goals are reached by the little things you do every day. You're not going to reach your goal overnight. You've got to break it down into really small, simple steps and by incorporating more positive daily habits, I hope that will bring you closer to your goal.
I've lost track if I've even done 10 things, but the last thing is you don't find yourself, you create the person you want to be. And I think this is so important because I've always been a high achiever, I guess. I've always set quite high standards for myself, but I've also thought that I'd one day just arrive at this destination where I was truly happy and I had everything figured out. But I realised you actually have to put the work in in order to get there. And it's something I've realised after speaking to all these podcast guests is obviously there's a bit of luck thrown in there and a bit of talent in there as well. But the bottom line is all these people who've achieved amazing things have also had to work really fucking hard in order to get to where they are today. And... I think if you are feeling a bit lost and you don't really know what your future looks like, maybe it's a bit blurry right now, I think the first step to self-discovery is strengthening your relationship with yourself. So try to work out a set of values and principles that really mean something to you and aim to live by them. My favourite author, Dolly Alderton, said, try to work out what you like, food, music, art, sex, clothes, books... Travel to new places if and when you can. Do therapy if and when you can. Learn to be a good listener and a good friend. Challenge yourself and be brave. It's obviously far easier for me to say this than it is to put into practice, but all these little things will hopefully help you understand yourself better and help you get to where you want to be in life. The other thing I would say is just take the pressure off yourself. I think we all feel so much pressure going into the new year to be this new, shiny, amazing version of ourselves, but we're not going to have it figured out all of the time. And I wish someone would have told me this sooner before I spent hundreds of pounds on a life coach, but we won't mention that. Anyway, I just want to remind you that it's okay if you're not quite sure what next year is going to look like but if you work hard and you believe in yourself then you will get there and I hope that we can sort of go on this journey together next year as well. Anyway that is the roundup of my favourite things I've learned from the podcast this year. I say this year it's only been four months which is crazy but I feel like I've already learned so much from speaking with these incredible guests and I feel so lucky that I've been able to have these conversations and share them with you through this podcast. So thank you so much for listening to this episode and any previous episodes. I have some very exciting plans for 2024. We've got some big guests coming on. We're going to level up in this podcast game and I can't wait to bring you guys along with me. I hope you had a very Merry Christmas and I'm wishing you a very Happy New Year. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 